Take Three Wrestling Podcast coming to you on New Year's Eve Eve, but we're about to struggle to help you New Year's Eve. I'm your host, Ernest Christian, alongside Mike Bernier, Mikey B, Joe Lopez. Fellas, it's the last one for one. We've been doing this podcast now, what, like two years now? Something like that. Two years and some odd change? I believe we've been doing it for exactly 525,600 minutes. Oh, my God. It's good. It's a number. It's a good number. Good number. What are you eating? Are you rounding down, Joe? What? Are you rounding down? I'm always rounding down. Um, uh, On this day, uh, the Brody Lee Memorial show was uh, a year ago today. So, Oh, wow. R.I.P. Brody. Yes. Big rig forever. Yes, and he'll be a part of the show, obviously, because uh, next week's award show, we're going to have our official Brody Lee Wrestler of the Year, which will yes. be next week on January, I believe, was it the 7th? No, 6th. Sure. Next week, you know, next episode, first episode of 2022, award show. Look up for it. Yeah. By the way, tonight you'll get the formal nominees for the awards. Yes! Instead of trivia, because we have finished trivia for the year 2021. For the record, wait, I didn't give you all my nominees. How are you in the nominees? You're going to be doing the other fucking four live, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Can I also add one more category to that? How about moments of the year? Buddy, I've had to shawl both of your asses down for the fucking eight categories that we have already. I told you two hours. I, I, I see you all my... You asked me if I had any nominees. I told you not only would I have some for you, I have my entire list set up in, in two hours. I had less than two hours for you today. I've only asked you two idiots to get it to me for the last fucking month. We only got the categories last week, dick. And well, now, shit, I had them for fucking three weeks for you. And now it is it is already da 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 the next episode. So <laughs> nice setup, Joe. Not bad. <laughs> anyway, we got a nice, we got a good show today. We're, we're gonna talk to Natalia actually. How, how does she come up? Oh, I know Natalia. Iron Woman. And Mike reminded us that uh, Wrestle Kingdom is a few days away. Goddamn right it is. Bad time of year. Uh, plus, rest of the week on the back end of the show. But first, it, there is a WWE pay per view on the lands on, on the horizon. In in fact, in, within forty eight hours, uh, it is day one. That'll be day one ish. Day one ish. Now I recorded Earth podcast today on the show. We, we previewed day one as well, and he did the same shit without me asking him. He goes day one ish. <laughs> Down like fucking guy. Man. <laughs> I hope but, he picked all the heels. He picked. I don't know. He hates bad guys though. But I don't know who he, he picked. Uh, did he pick Rock? Oh no no no. Rock Rock's not a heel. For those of you that wa- that listen to this show or watch it on YouTube, if you haven't already, join our uh, pro wrestling scorecard at digital.prowrestlingscorecard.com. Go to the Factions tab, hit uh, hit the search thing, and you hit the invite code 7A7CC1. Jesus Christ, what numbers? You can join the Take 3 Wrestling Pro Wrestling Scorecard. Winner of the 2022 will get uh, free T-shirts from uh, whatever wrestler they prefer. I feel like I felt like I needed actually a little bit of like background music while you did that. That's not like a fucking ad. You did like a I, I, can, I can confirm though uh, that I believe I was victorious as the 2021 champion. Ever we, we we yes yes whatever we know this already. I like to thank God 
I'd like to thank uh, Ernest for not fucking ever God. attention to that thing. I'd like to thank Joe because, you know, he's oh, the that oh, holds this together. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Well, not what, what thing is the drink. You don't pay attention to the Chronos' scorecard? How many times have I had to text you, hey, get your scorecard in today. But I do it. Joe is sad. Oh, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Show goes live. Ernest, zero points. He has kids, man. He's an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Michael has kids. Three of them. I have one more than he does. They arguably listen to him more than Ernest is listening to him. Do pets count? All you need is a five-minute break at work. Click buttons, dude. Trust me. I know you get breaks at work. I have the worst ADHD in the world, so... You have the worst everything in the world. Yes. Uh, you just need a new wire, then, from the store. I have the best power rankings, though, ever. Yeah. Best. Wait, what? Does it go into the, into the machine? Sometimes you put the, you put the thing in the out hole. Oh, oh, sometimes. See, I think he needs that. I think that's I don't, I don't, I, I don't even want to know because the, the fact that Joe is have a good, have a good. Smile. I don't even want to know what the hell he's saying. I don't even want to know. By the way, this this card looks like a big four type card, like the way this. Yeah, thing. until yeah, until tomorrow when they announce that half of that card's out. Yeah. <laughs> I heard tomorrow is going to be uh, SmackDown's going to be pretty much a clip show. Rollins wasn't on Raw because of it. E was out because of it. I think we're down like a bunch of players that they they Shit. haven't released the whole like hey, positive thing. But that's maybe why they take the stance on less isolation and stuff like that, is so they could get them back in time for the pay per view. Because there's a real yeah, legitimate yeah. chance that you may be down integral pieces of your of your card, like most of the card. Mm. Yeah. Not most, but like, well, assuming the card is what we get from on on Saturday night, it's a really good card. Um, it's being treated as like a, as a pretty big major pay per view, uh, uh, a plus pay per view. So we'll see what happens here. Uh, we have eight matches so far. So far, that can change next. That's it for eight hours. We're we're getting eight matches. We ain't getting any more than that. Right, right. So let's get to the first match. I think it's the pre-show match between Cesaro and Ricochet versus Rich Holland and Sheamus. So basically. If I, let me get this right. Okay. They decided to put Ridge Holland and Sheamus together to make a low-grade level of the bar. When yes. the other member of the bar is right there. And instead of having him as an integral part of the show, we're pairing him with fucking Ricochet? Yep. Make it make sense, Michael. I can't make it make sense because it's fucking Ricochet. So they lowered the bar? Yes, they lowered the bar. Well played. <laughs> they dropped the bar. I didn't even know Ricochet was on SmackDown. Yeah, his good friend, Rick O'Shea. See, it makes sense. Sheamus should get Ricochet to turn heel. Yes. And join them, and it would be Sheamus, Ridge, and Rick O'Shea, everybody's favorite Irish cousin. No, but you see, you couldn't have Ricochet in that role, because if he dressed like the way that Ricochet dresses... I would want to punch him in the face. No, he looked like he looked like he's part of the cast of Newsboys. Oh, I thought you were going to say I wanted to punch him, and I was going to say I don't need any... No, you always want to punch him. ...hat design. But he would look like he's part of the cast of Newsies, and there's nothing threatening about that. Newsboys, Newsboys is a Christian... Christian rock room. <laughs> like, don't know what that shit. Oh, All right, next match because uh, oh, formal prediction. Give me the heels. Give me huh? Sheamus and Ridge. Me too. Sheamus and Ridge. Yep. Uh, fuck, fuck Ricochet. Please. I hope Sparrow looks great in this match. By the way. Yeah, of course. 
Uh, quick clean sweep, uh, Mr. Uh, Lopez. No, uh, he's taking Ricochet and Sheamus. I, I can see Ricochet. I can see it spinning. Yeah, Ricochet and Sheamus are on a team. What an yeah. asshole. Sure. Next one. Asshole. I take one from each team? Yes. I take Ricochet and Sheamus. You're welcome. Ricochet and Sheamus. Everybody's favorite Irish cousin. <laughs> All right, we got the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship on the line between RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle versus the Street Profits of Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. As we stay silent here. What's going on here? Hold on. Fill in some time here. Come on. There we go. Where the fuck that was? Oh, no, we're not muted anymore. We're just going to let my wife to talk about her raunchy book fucking collection in the middle of our podcast because okay. she does. Free, what does it say? Free flowing conversation, buddy. I can't read past page one. Too many big words. Good job, Carol. <laughs> uh, give me RK, bro. Who are they fighting? Uh, Montez and Angelo. Wait, did Angelo Styles and almost break up? Yes, they were supposed yeah. to fight on Raw on Monday night. So you like me now? Not watching Raw like over a month. That's a positive for the vid. Oh no! He Ooh. almost got away with it. Damn. Omarion. Almost with the Omarion in the right. Ultimus Prime universe. He got that B two K. Yep. Bum bum bum. In any case, give me RK, bro. I don't. I mean, I could see a profits win here. Who are they fighting? Oh, the street profits. Yeah, are they fighting Alpha Academy? Because there was a tournament to determine the number one contender. But aren't they feuding with Alpha Academy? And the profit of the streets defeated Los Mysteriosos in the final. But aren't they feuding with Alpha Academy? But I think Alpha Academy was in that and lost. That's lame. Why would you have them feuding with Alpha Academy? Why would why, why would you not be able to give Otis an RKO because he has no neck? I like that storyline. That should be a full-on storyline. I mean, he missed three RKOs because Otis shrugged them off, and I'm guaranteeing it's because you're going to say that Otis has no neck. Yeah, I'll take RK, bro. Yeah. But it'd be a good match. RK, bro, because... He does a little. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll take RK, bro, knowing that they're facing Alpha Academy at Royal Rumble. Next match here, we got Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Oh, Where they what? probably lose the belts to Alpha Academy because they're ready... Willing and Gable. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway. <laughs> Back at Target, Mac at Moss, go. Wait, this is a match? Wait, yes, it is. Who? Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. What the fuck is Madcap Moss? That's Happy Corbin's Riddick what? Moss's what new character. I miss Mansoor. <laughs> Glad you do, because I don't. He's better than fucking Mad Libs Riddick Bo, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Who is it? Riddick Bo Jackson? What? Yes. <laughs> Give me Drew next. I mean, duh, right? Obviously. Okay, it's not who's going to win this match, it's how long is this match going to take place. Like 17 seconds? Three minutes. Under. Mm. Under. Way under. I'll take the under. Over. All right. Okay, I'll take Drew via Klimmer. I'm going to kick his fucking face off. Yes. All right, next match here for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. we got Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. I'll take Tony Storm. Oh, would I. I think Tony Storm already took Tony Storm home. Yeah. <laughs> home tonight. Uh, I don't want to wrestle with Charlotte <laughs> and Sasha no more. Pretty much. <laughs> This is um, easy. I want Liv to win, but I know she's not going to, yeah. so uh, Zero yeah, Becky wins. 
Is there any chance he wins the match? Get like percent of chance, like two percent chance. Nothing. Zero chance. There's a there's a there's a there's a chance she wins the match. There's a zero percent chance that she wins the belt up. Right. Correct. Craig is right. The build up is there for her to win the match. There's a zero percent chance she's winning the title. Yeah. They're even flying in the angry Liv Morgan fan girl. Oh, yeah, you guys don't watch the actual show. No, 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 no. I, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Are they really flying her in? She said she'd get. That's cool. She mentioned in her promo that she's going to have the girl there. So that girl's going to be there. Yeah, she wins the match, but not the belt. Becky Stang and she's definitely winning. She's definitely beating Becky. I can see it, but not winning the belt. I can see that. Right. Maybe Becky just takes the belt and takes a walk. Huge. Yep. Next match here is this one I'm looking forward to, definitely. Edge versus The Miz. It's been a nice build so far. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed this storyline, actually. No, you have not. You have not there was a fucking fake Hall of Fame nom- nomination. Well, it's not even that, of course, but... I think it's been stupider than stupid. That part was dumb, I like yeah. storylines like this, where it's like random, dumb thing that they do every week. The best thing about this storyline, not going to lie to you, is Maurice has been on TV. Yes. But you know what? Nice Wakefield, by the way. A very nice Wakefield. This isn't. I will say that. This isn't the dumbest storyline Edge has <coughs> ever been in. Let us remember he once was in a feud about a shampoo commercial for WrestleMania. Let's also not forget that he was in a real life feud where he was in a feud with the woman that he cheated on, that cheated on her boyfriend with him. Yes, and the boyfriend got fired. Well, the ex-boyfriend. And then he came back, and they had, a, like, a blood feud that ended with one of them being kicked off a of Raw for life that ended up lasting, like, six months. You know who took you know who, you know who took it really hard when Lita cheated on, on Matt Lita? Hardy? You? No. Lita. No. Jeff Hardy. Everyone knows that's why he got on drugs. He was so distraught at Team Extreme breaking up, and he's... He's still to this day getting fired by WWE over it. Oh, I can't with you. <laughs> it's the no, truth. I fucking can't. It's oh, the truth. God. Anyway, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take Edge, hoping that this ends. I like yes, this it feud. Leads to a, it leads to a mixed tag match. I'm aware of what it's leading to. I just want to be over. <laughs> oh my god, is that why Beth Phoenix like stopped doing commentary? Probably to get in ring shape. Yeah, match at the Rumble. I can see that. Yo, that would be a oh, great tag match. Buddy, buddy, there's two nights of Mania. They'll drag this bitch out. Trust me. Have you not seen WWE the last couple months? They dragged out Bobby. They brought. They dragged out Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton for nine months. Buddy, trust me. There's plenty of life here. Have Edge. Have Edge win, and then Miz blasts Beth in the face with a chair, and then Edge goes away to take care of her for the is next it, okay. fucking six weeks. Is it weird? I'm excited for Edge versus Miz at day one, but if you give me. Edge versus Miz in any capacity at WrestleMania, I feel like it's a waste of Edge at WrestleMania. I feel like all of this is a waste, but hey, here we are. I like Miz. Oh, well, because Edge won the Rumble last year, right? Yes. Well, he's not winning okay, it this year. He's not winning the Rumble this oh. year. No need to put him in the Rumble this year. So you have him and his wife versus Miz and his wife. I can see it. I, I will say oh, that's fine. No, that topic that will be when we get to the Royal Rumble uh, preview like later in January, that will be an interesting topic. Buddy. No, I'm only because you're including the wives. Yeah, but what happens if something happens and Beth gets taken out and they just take off Edge TV for like three months like they do all the other groups? And then, hey, we're back three months later. Let's recap. Buddy, he had, he had a gruesome Hell in the Cell match that Seth Rollins showed up the next night. He was gone for like four months. Like, yeah. Fuck. So easy to just be like, 
yeah, you know, he's kind of dinged up from his great sporting contest last night. He's going to go home to rest with his wife and kids. <laughs> all right. Take edge. Next yeah, one. I'll take edge. We all have edge, right? All of us have edge? Yes. All right, next match here. for the SmackDown tag title. We got the Usos, Jimmy versus the New Day. Kofi Inc. and, uh, of course, King Woods. Um, of course, I mean, we've seen many of these matches before. They never disappoint. Yeah, am I crazy? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Snap call. So, wait, has, has the build for New Day versus Usos basically involved the New Days fighting the Usos every week on SmackDown? Am I crazy? That's the that? Yes. That's horrible. Like, why do I want to... It's bad enough we've already seen them wrestle a million and five times. And that's not even bad. They, they wrestle each other great. But why are they giving it away every single week on TV to build up to this show? They don't, they don't watch it anyway. I actually don't hate the build as much as you do. Okay. Because it's also involved Roman. It involves okay. Roman taking the crown and scepter of, of woods and shattering it because... I don't give a shit if you're the king. This is still my and I'm still the head. Of, like you're it's had, king, it's I'm had other, it's had lo- other levels to it. Okay. Now, yes, they have had matches where one on ones and stuff like that. And yes, it can be a bit repetitive. Unfortunately, the only other option on SmackDown is probably fucking Rude and Ziggler. And well, that's Rude and Ziggler. So, right. <laughs> Usos. I hope the New Day win, but I'm going to pick them. Me too. Yeah, I hope they win too, but I don't see them winning. I, I would rather King Woods win the title, but I, I'm going to think that we're going to go into WrestleMania with the uh, the head of the table and the and the Uaz as the all gold. I'm going to take the New Day. Yeah. So Usos also? No, he took the New Day. I literally just said. Oh, oh, so you, say, you, say, you say, I say, I say, mouth. Look clearer, buddy. Mike takes the New Day. Mike takes the Usos. Mike definitely heard what I said. I mean, he's right next to you. Buddy, Optimus Prime, clean your fucking ears. Q-tips. Next one. Let's skip this one. Hold on. Okay, fine. We'll do it. We'll do it. WWE Universal Championship on the line. Roman Reigns, the champion versus Brock. Oh, that's her. I think Roman wins. This has been a fantastic feud. I think Roman's going into WrestleMania at this point. Like... With a two-year title reign at this point? Almost two years. Go ahead and do it, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) For real, like, you haven't gone this far to have him lose the title, like, three months before WrestleMania. I I guess the question is this, guys. Percentage of chance Brock actually wins the title on Saturday. Yeah, I think there's a decent chance. I'm not going to say I'm confident that Roman's winning. It's 60-40. Yeah. If I could see a quick swerve, you know, you know, Win the title a couple, about a month, and then they get it back after um, his chamber or whatever. With Drew, when he was the champion, lost to Orton for the month, and then got it back, and kept right. it until yeah, months, three weeks. Yeah, so I mean, at this point, you could have Roman lose something fluky with Heyman getting involved, take Heyman out, and he retains it at the Rumble, goes into goes into Mania still as the champion. Um, but that being said, if he's losing the title at, at Mania, he ain't losing it now. Right. right. So. He's losing it to Lashley. I, I agree with you. I think so, too. Yeah, I can see that. So I'm going to take Roman to retain. And then when we talk to Royal Rumble, we'll, we'll go from there. What was happening? We just actually probably leaked out the uh, 
the Royal Rumble uh, winner, Lashley. Bob! Bob! Yeah, I know. I got it. I got it. Relax. Clock. Bobby! There you go. Uh, I'm taking Roman anyway, regardless. Okay. Yeah, Sam. Okay. And finally, we got the uh, fail four-way for the WWE Championship between Big E, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. We just mentioned this this is the title that I could see for, like, a couple weeks, and then Big E went back at Rumble. Like, but to who? Seth. I just guess KO. Yeah. That, that's another one. I mean, either either one I think you, he could lose to briefly and then get the belt back, and it wouldn't harm him. Right. Now, because Kevin Owens is now officially staying in WWE for the next three years, it adds a little more intrigue to the idea that he could win. I'm not saying he's going to win it, but it does add the intrigue. I would have thought he would have won it if he was leaving so that he could then get the fall over him to get the belt back. Right. Like him right. pin Seth, like something like stupid, you know, heel versus yeah. heel. Some like, oh, Rollins or uh, Lashley had... Rollins and the Dominator, or Biggie hit the big ending, Owens fucking shoves him out of the ring, wins the belt, runs away with the belt, and then right. he's like, I'm leaving, fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. His last match is at, at, at Rumble, and E beats him to win the belt back. And then Owens goes to AEW and becomes Dean and powerbombs people through ladders. Right. Now that he's staying, I don't necessarily, that's why I was thinking more Seth, because I think the win against Seth at Rumble would be bigger than the win against Owens. Interesting. For the long-term Big E story. Right. What so- would you do... What you could do is have Owens, like, have Rollins almost win and have Owens sneak in and, like, get the win and lead to a three-way match. Like, basically just take Lashley out of the equation so he can go win the Rumble. Rumble. So Lashley goes to win the Rumble. And then you can have um, Big E beat Owens and Rollins. He can get the pin on Rollins or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's what, a wriggle room there. What I will say is if Lashley walks out of day one as the champion that's leading to a unification match uh-huh because i think one of the big priorities here outside of the title is i think lashley is supposed to look strong here too in the end well, lashley, lashley is not taking the fall obviously no. in this match he'll probably get taken out yeah it like, might be rollins and, and owens double power bomb, bomb through MVP. the table uh, mvp's his teammate Face. MVP is not going to be MVP is going to stay a bad guy. Uh, I think MVP long term is more beneficial still to Bobby for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's his soundboard in the whole nine it makes sense. So I think it's more Owens and Rollins take him mm-hmm. out. Maybe even like the the Shield power bomb. That's what I was a, thinking. A power bomb curb stomp combo well, maybe, or some maybe, bullshit. Maybe, maybe Rollins and KO take him out with the help of MVP. And he incorporates white people into um, oh my God. the the what is it? The Hurt Locker? The Hurt, no, yeah. the Hurt yeah. Business. Bro, what you talking about, man? The movie Bobby's Finisher. Yeah. Bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I guess there's no white people allowed in, in the Hurt Business. Cody Rhodes would be allowed, but. <laughs> He does have the first, he does have the only mixed race baby. He does the only one on the planet. Well, I think Biggie wins the match regardless. Um, but I think the priority oh. is Bobby. Bobby actually strong. Yeah, I'll take I'll take E. I'll take E. I'm gonna <laughs> take Kevin Owens. Different, different. I like it. Why not? So, 
there is your day one uh, card for this coming Saturday on Peacock. Hopefully this card. Hopefully this card remains in place <laughs> for two days. All right, trivia time. Um, so Paul Ondoff. Say it again. Three hundred points. You did it. Hogan, boom, let's go. All right. You want to do the uh, rest of the, of the nominees now uh, on the spot? We'll do it to the end of the show. I think we should leave it to the end of the show. Okay. Okay. So next topic, I think it's gonna be Joe Natalia. Maddie. It's oh, Maddie. Uh, it's Maddie. There was a tweet that I saw the other day, and I sent it out to our group, so I'm going to go find it. On the Twitter. It was on the Twitter. Not the cock. Twitter, Twitter's no. an alcoholic. Twitter likes to drink. Twitter, you even drink, Chris? <laughs> where, where is it? Okay. So, as of the other day. New day? No, it's an old day now. Natalia, her women's division records, and she holds a couple of different records, okay? Oh, boy. She has the most wins in the WWE women's division all time. That's because she's been there for six years. Well, right, exactly. Times ten. Right. For 641 wins. Oh, so she has one a year for every year that she's been a member of the roster. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Love to hear it. She has the most matches overall. Most matches with only two title runs. At at one thousand and sixty two. So she has you can also figure out how many five hundred and thirty seven matches per title she's got run. Thirty eight D's. Wait, does she have a winning record? Does she have a winning record? Probably not. I can't well you can do the math. It's six hundred and forty one wins. Out of a hundred, out of one thousand and sixty two yes, 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 uh, yes. matches. Six forty one and 10,062. Four. No, 1,062. She's 641 and like 480 something. All right, so she's over 500. And she has the most pay-per-view matches a woman's ever had at 68. So here's my thing. Wait two more years and Charlotte will have that record. Yep. Here's my thing. Given all of this, do you think Natalia gets the respect that she deserves? No. Because no. at the end of the day, like, you don't hit all of these milestones without being the Iron Woman, without being there the longest, without being really great. And it's interesting because I think Natalia is someone who started out at a time when divas were still the thing, when being a great in-ring performer wasn't necessarily going to get you far as a women's division worker. And she is literally, like when you talk about the women's revolution and stuff, I mean, she's got to be one of the flag bearers, one of the original people. The pillars? Up in a lot of ways. Like, I'm not going to say she was the first. Obviously, you have Trish and Lita and Victoria and stuff. But Natalia is, like, pretty high up there, almost in, in that threshold of women where and she's still around to this day, still having great matches and stuff. One person though, you got one person. China, China, China. About her. See, China's a whole other conversation. I'm not even gonna get into that. Whether or not she's like a real like for mother of the women's revolution, I, I'm not ready to declare on that. But I just wonder. All right, Switzerland. Yes. Keep saying neutral. Uh, I wonder, though, when it comes to Natalia, 
Do you think that she gets the respect that she deserves? From the company, yes. Well, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely from the company. It's a two-part question. She hasn't been cut yet for, for starters. She's still there. Almost all the okay, but not getting fired does not equal getting respect. Wait, but some of the names you see get fired, I mean, let's be real. I mean, but... <laughs> In that company, oh, come on. She's she's always been using a prominent. Okay, so since I've been back watching in the last three years, she's been a prominent role from my point of view once, and that was like early this year as a tag champs with a with a, um. Here's here's the thing. She is to use the very generic saying, "Always the bridesmaid, never the bride." She can be there when you need to get somebody over. She can be there whenever you need to have somebody have a good match. She can be there whenever you need someone to make fun of her farting gimmick that she had whenever she was part of this company at the very beginning of it. That's the thing. But she isn't going to win any of the singles titles anytime soon. Right. She's not on the level of Sasha and Charlotte and Alexa and all them. So the respect that she gets based on her ability to get people over, I believe she gets. Mm-hmm. They trust her to train people. Yes. There's value there. She does not get the respect that she deserves, as in she has not gotten any kind of lengthy singles run with a singles title in the last probably, what, four years? Kind of like Andre the Giant. Yeah, kind of. I think also, too, I mean, looking at it from, from my angle, you saw a major talent different difference from 2014-15 up. Once you got the Charlottes and Beckys in, in, into the uh, company, got, people like Natalia pretty much went, went under the radar. Yeah, I'll give you that. You know, so uh, that's what I'm standing at. From fans, don't respect obviously because with with these new this new blood last six years, the Biancas and all that, the flashier women, you know, Natalia gets a little less love. But th- she does have some value, as Mike just said, to the things she does. You know, she she's not quite Coco Beware jobber type wrestler, but she's a little more than that. To go back to yes, he did. He's an idiot. To go back to our topic from last week's show, the Bret Hart, I am like the greatest of the generations. Like follow me, I'm Bret Hart. Uh, so she would be Bret Hart if Bret Hart would keep his mouth shut. Like Bret Hart could have trained people to be good professional wrestlers and tell stories and get them over. Yeah. But everybody's watching the flashy new thing, the Bianca Belair, the Sasha Banks, the Charlotte Flairs, who are doing moonsaults, led by one Shawn Michaels. Yeah. It's basically the female version of that conversation. Natty's just smart enough to know that I'm not going to say something out as outlandish as my fucking uncle did. Right. Also, there is this too, the Bret Hart looks himself as the number one guy. He looks himself, he looks at himself as a Hogan, as a Cena. Right. Natty legitimately looks at herself as part of the, the first real building block of the women's revolution. Yeah, I do. So the thing is, she she could sit on that throne probably more than Brett could because Brett had Hogan before him, uh, Michaels with him, Austin after him. There are other people that are part of the pillar conversation. When you talk about WWE giving the women's revolution a shot, who are you really clanking into your four pillars? Brian, Nicole, Bella, uh, Natty, and Paige? Oh, I'm sorry. Give me Natty over the, the Bellas any day. Of the By the way, our, our our friend Big Jim's little as a little peeve at you two. Well, your Bret Hart topic last week. Well, I mean, sometimes when you're right, people get upset. <laughs> you're right, and when you're wrong, fuck Bret Hart. Yep. So wait, okay. 
Real question now. While well, we have the Hart family on the table, okay. I'm blast now. Go ahead. No, no. Well, we're talking about the Hart family. I'm not. I'm putting them on blast. But real question. Hart? Jimmy Hart. Okay. Yes, Jimmy Hart is involved in this conversation. Sure. Why not? So is Gary Hart. Um, oh. Where do you rank Natalia among the Hearts? She's a bug. Oh, hold on, hold on. This includes Bulldog and includes Bulldog. Okay. Um, I just so so I can legitimately come up with my with my yeah number. yeah yeah include Bulldog. Anyone who's actually related to the family. So not like not Brian Pillman. Not, I don't I, know how not Dynamite Kid. Not Dynamite Kid. Snap call and, fifth. Huh? Snap, right now, Snap call fifth. Do they have to be a woman? No. no. Bulldog. All ahead of her. Then Wait, who's ahead of her? Who? Nightheart. No. Of course. Uh, Brett. Bulldog, Diana. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Fucking all right. Hell. Uh, number two. Oh, all oh. time. Yeah. Owen, her. Owen is one. And then you put Natty. I put Natty ahead of Brett. You put Natty Oops. ahead of Brett. Yes. Thank you. He gets it. Oh my no, God. no. Realistically, I was, do- I was I was like four. I was doing that to see just how many people's heads would spin before I gave people my real fucking rankings. Well, Jim, Jim, four. Jim, for example, will hear this podcast and he'll I'll get text up the ring and say, like, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing?" I, I I put Owen and Brett above her. Yes, oh, you don't have to. You don't have, to. buddy. Come on, Bret Hart is not is not. Are you guys putting Owen above everybody? Yes. Oh, yes. One hundred percent. All right. We're talking ring entrances, right? <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> let's, let's the reality of the situation is you don't have to put Brett ahead of her. No, well, no, there's no rule. You do break it how you want. If you think right. that's the absolute best art ever, please, by all means, make her number one. I'm just what I'm getting at is is people want to keep putting Bret Hart on this fucking pedestal. Yes. He was not as good as people think he was. He was a mediocre tag team wrestler in the eighties who Fit the baby face that I could get beat up by heels roll. I'm going to tag one this shit. Had some decent singles matches. Had an overtight hyped fucking Iron Man match that he lost to fucking Shawn Michaels. The fucking match against Austin at 13 was Austin's coming out party. Mm. Shawn, uh, Brett was just fucking there. Um, and he tries to take credit for that shit. Um, no, Bret Hart, Bret Hart needs to go back and look in the mirror and go, hey, the only reason why I fucking got anywhere I got was because Jim the Anvil Nightheart decided to be stupid and do drugs. If not, I would have only been a fucking tag team wrestler. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Are the Bret Hart fans that listen to this show upset? I'm sorry. Take it to Twitter, boys. I'll be there. You know where to find me. Oh, he sure only got a fucking break. Bret Hart hurts you, Mike. Uh, okay, here. Right here. Right here on the can. Right you here. Right here. <laughs> The thing is, some things you say, I don't. So, like, no, no. Real talk, though. Some things Mike's saying, though, I don't disagree with him. I just think you, you you guys, especially Mike, is is a little heavy-handed in the whole thing, though. A little heavy-handed. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. You you want me to sit here and cuddle the cuddle the rest? No, no. It's your opinion. I, I, I don't. I'm not bothering you. Way. I'm, I'm just saying. It's a little heavy there. I'm I'm just saying why because the guy opens up his mouth and every time he does he inserts his fucking foot so far down his throat he's gonna fucking give Joe a run for his money as Alonzo fucking Diaz. <laughs> Fuck do you mean the guy really needs to stop talking? That's that's what he needs to do. Damn. You, you like that one? That was good. Thank you. That was good. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag Bret Hart in this. Hart rankings: Owen, Bulldog, Brett, Natty. This show's over. Where's Gary fall? Seventh. Okay. 
Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's slightly ahead of him. Where's Bruce Hart? 937. Okay. What's that? Oh, fuck you. Wait, what's the dad? Fucking. Have you, okay, have you ever seen Stu Hart wrestle? I've never seen a Stu Hart match. I'm not gonna put I've heard the stories, though. If you go down to the library and rent out the 8mm film and watch one of his matches, let us know how he was. Then you can rank him. Yeah, let us know how he wrestled. Like, you have a better shot of being ranking Neidhart fucking ahead of. Uh, in the anvil. anvil, yeah, anvil, yeah, the big dumb box of rocks. I'd, I'd, I'd go, I'd go Owen, Brett, I'd go Davy Boy. I think Davy Boy was underrated. Yeah, I'd Bulldog too. And then I'd probably go Natty. So we have the same four, just yeah. flips Bulldog and Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Matilda. Is it Matilda? What? You say Matilda? Matilda. Family asshole. I think there's a show with this guy. No, I'm saying, like, I'm pretty sure Davey wasn't married into the hearts by the time they had Matilda. No, he wasn't. He came, he came later. No. What about, what about, uh, what was, what was the mom's name? Helen? Martha? Helen. Martha? Oh, Martha? Helen? <laughs> yeah, Martha. Martha's definitely ahead of a couple of them. Are you sure it was Martha Hart? God damn. It could have been Helen Hart. I thought it was Helen and Martha. Helen was Owen's wife. sister. No, Helen no. is the mother. Martha is Owen's wife. Okay. Diana is bulldog. Is there all the fall on this place? Nowhere. Damn. Diana is Diana is a bulldog wife. Well, it was Helen right? Stu and Helen. Yeah. Right. Yes. Correct. Helen Helen had a great right hook and she knew how to throw in the towel very well. And when Brett lost to Bob Brett, right. Bob Backlund, right? Ninety four. Odd. But I digress. You got, I mean, you guys want to, boys, you guys want to keep going on the Bret Hart fucking rabbit hole? I'll sit here all day and do this shit, bud. 94, Bob Backlund was the rightful champion. I, what I, other legends, what other legends do you, you, you really hate? You shit on Hogan, of course, the other one, but that, that, that's deserved, of I course. I don't shit on Hogan. I've come to the point where everyone that wants to sit on this fucking Hogan pedestal, that he's the fucking greatest thing that ever happened to professional wrestling, is denser than a fucking piece of paper. And there are people that actually still believe Ernest! That. Oh. What? What I do? No, Ernest thinks Macho Man was the best wrestler ever. Macho Man is my favorite wrestler of all time. He's not on Mount, Mount, it's not on Mount Rushmore, though. Favorite wrestler, but he's not on his Mount Rushmore. No. Oh. You gotta, you gotta carry the company, man. You gotta be the, he carried the company for fucking eight, nine, ten years, dude. He's proving my point. Oh my god, he really is. <laughs> if we talk about talented wrestlers, I mean, Macho's definitely my, my, you know, whatever, but. He's just proving my point, man. Okay, so where's Natty rank among Macho Man? Where's Natty rank among the members the of the Mega family. Powers? Where, where, does, where does Natty rank on the member of the Poffo family scale? Number one, Stephanie McMahon. Angelo. You have Angelo Poffo. You have uh, Ian Poffo. I'm surprised Craig didn't check. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just, I think that Natty, it's interesting, right? Because she's not the star. Nope. But she is like one of the better the dependable, like shows up and does her job. Shows up and does her job. You know she's always gonna be she, there. She brings right. her lunch pail and hard hat. Yeah. Who would be the equivalent of Natty in like, someone in the NFL yeah. and NBA? What? Who would be the equivalent of Natty like someone in sports like this like dependable player? Ben Roethlisberger. Is he really dependable though? Yes. You can depend on him to rape women. You can depend on him to show up. Right on that one. <laughs> you can depend on him to show up. It's in the club. Buddy, he plays hurt more than fucking anybody else in the fucking world does. You're coming. This is coming from a Bengal fan. 
broken foot out there, broken kneecap out there, torn shoulder out there, rib injury out there, concussion out there, COVID out there, rape out there. It's it's so weird, man. Out there, stop. What? (laughs) Dick. No, I love Daddy, though, and she's gorgeous, too. I mean, in sports, like, you need that dependable person. You know what? Call her the fucking Cal Ripken of the women's division. I was never took a day off, always fucking sat there and played, like, hurt, dinged up, sick, didn't matter, never took a day off. Hmm. Are we doing this topic now, or you need more? And she never really had, she never really has had injuries, either. No, she hasn't. So it's one of those where it's like, the times that she hasn't been on TV, it's because they haven't really used her. Mm -hmm. It's not because she hasn't been available. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, uh Owen, Bulldog, Brett, fuck that guy. Natty, uh Nightheart. So wait, just, in, in, in conclusion before we move on though. Fuck Brett okay. Sure. But okay. also All right. we established that I think you guys said that you thought that WWE gave her the respect she deserves. I feel that by not firing her. No 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 no. That's what he said. Yes. What I said was is I feel that They've given her some respect by, by using her continuously mm-hmm. and giving her the tag title run and stuff like that with Tamina. But I don't feel that she's gotten her due respect because she hasn't had any kind of major singles run since right. they went to the Raw and SmackDown singles titles. The that, last time she held that. the women's title was the Divas title. Was the Divas she's title. never held a, a show right. title. You're so right. that's where I feel like, even if it's a, it's a transitional thing, like, I'm okay with that. Like, Give her a, I'd give her a month that. or two. Yeah. Like, I don't, it doesn't need to be hella long. It doesn't need to be anything more than like, hey, here's the title. You beat uh, Sasha Fort uh, in three months. You're going to lose to live. All right. So last two questions, and then we can move on. Okay. Do you think that the fans give her the respect she deserves? Fuck no. I will say the fans have come very far with Natty. Okay. Because if you remember the storyline with the whole farting yeah. fucking thing, everybody was like, oh, my God, fuck this bitch. I can't oh. believe we're keeping – yeah, that was a real thing. thing. That was a real thing. It was a real thing for, like, a couple of months. Yeah, like, every time she'd show up on camera to do a promo, like, there'd be some, like, fart machine that would make a noise. That it was yeah. her. Then she'd run away because, like, she had gas. It was this really her. It may have been her. I'm, I'm just – She does all her own stunts. I heard that. <laughs> so what, what I will say is um, – the fans have come very far with Natty, but not. I still don't think they're at the level that, of the respect that she deserves. Okay. And last question. Okay. Do you think she's a Hall of Fame? Yes. Yes. Like, Snap Why? Definitely yes. getting to that Hall of Fame. Okay. Her longevity makes her a member of the Hall of Fame. No, she is not a first ballot slam dunk unanimous Hall of Fame member. But okay. she's someone, oh, she retires and like. Three years from then, like four years from then, like you need a, a you need a, a heart like a rock steady to put into that Hall of Fame class. Yeah. She's something that could fill that. Oh, okay. You know, you're gonna get a good speech from her. You're gonna get a lot of respect from the wrestlers. You know, Bret Hart will be in the front row to put himself over. Exactly. Fuck Bret Hart. Oh my God. Jeez, it's so bad. Woo. <laughs> Jim pissed. I hope Jim is. You want to know why? Wait. Because. He has two people cancel his show tonight, and one of them has COVID, and he didn't even call to ask if I wanted to be on his show. What's COVID? Tim. Oh, really? Alleged. Alleged. He said that he's currently shacked up at the uh, Holiday Inn in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. If you listen to Three Count or watch the video, he came on uh, for a while. I was watching before Craig got here. We started watching the football game. Um, that uh, 
he was down here in Florida over in Clearwater, which is on the West Coast. So. Okay. And uh, he was with family, and he thought one of them had, like, the sniffles. He came back, and supposedly he said he lost his sense of uh, smell and taste earlier today, so he took a test and waiting for the results. But there's a strong chance that B2K, Omarion, uh, Optimus Prime stream has gotten him. Wow. So he was out. Uh, it was Matt, really just – And Matt was, was out. Yeah, it was, it was Jim, and it was uh, Ryan. Jim Ryan and uh, Mark. Oh boy. No, intern Mark really wasn't there for some, mo- most of what I watched. Tim came on while he was at the, the sounding like he had the entire like just machine. It's like just snot like extractor to his face. Yummy. Yummy. But yeah, no. Um, so uh, so speedy recovery to Tim. Yeah. So Jim, if you're listening to this, which I know you are. Uh, oh, this, put tomorrow morning when I text him. This, this is this is this Bret Hart rage. It says, you know, oh yeah, I'm gonna get you on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh huh. Just wait. I have, I have my mind now. Fuck, calling the door now. I'll fuck you up. I'm cashing that money in the bank. Just you wait. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, Joe, do you love anything this week? Um, I love your trivia question. It was fantastic. You spent so much time putting it together. I never would have guessed that the answer was Paul on the earth. I wouldn't have either. That's it? No, not this week. That we've made through the year of 2021. And the wrestling internet community has come together on multiple things. While coming apart on other things. Happy year. Internet wrestling community. And if you're a fan of Bret Hart, go ahead now. You know what? I, th- I think so. Next year, we'll, we'll make this love this love topic a, a joint thing. What do we love this week? Sure. More. Us. More love. More us. More unity. You know what I love this week? What? New Year's Eve. Because my wife's gonna murder me. Why? No, she's kicking trash. She's kicking trash can. So you tell yep. me what. You're, you're done, skip, buddy. She's <laughs> What I love this week, I love this podcast. No, her, her allergies are fucked up. That's my love. She went in there. Is it the cats? She mad? No, 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 no. She just went in and cleaned the room, and now her oh. allergies are bothering her. And, yeah. Oh. I love you. Love you, Mrs. Byrne. What'd you do? Uh, I got shit because you told him that we were recording a podcast. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to get the shit out of it. So let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> All right. Next topic. It's something I don't know anything about. So I'll have you guys. Yay. Russell. Russell. By the way, before I go, before I just guys go to do the shoot up, Mike, you, you texted Russell Kingdom, not Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell Kingdom. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, PWG used to do a show called Kurt Russell Mania. Yep. This is the New Japan version called Kurt Russell Mania. Okay. Remember when they Kurt had Russell the, Kingdom. Like they had to change the name of it. Yes. Like not, not Kurt Russell Mania. No, it was like Kurt Russell Review <laughs> Yes. Like <laughs> all right, on that note, take it away. It's all yours. All right. Russell Kingdom coming your way on Tuesday morning? Sure. Technically. 25th? A little earnest. Uh, because whenever it's not the main screen, it just oh, turns that up. Oh, that's cute. 
You can put them in your pocket. You see? can feed them juju bees. Move them over here, over here, over here, over here, over here, over here. All right, we've sidetracked for too long. Yes, no idea what it is. Yep, January 4th from the Tokyo Dome. Whatever the fuck it's called now. Uh, is that the Tokyo Dome anymore? I think there's a name for it now, though. I think it's whatever, whatever. The sponsor. Is the Tokyo Dome? Uh, the eat a bag of dicks dot com bowl. Smoothie King or Yes, Smoothie King Center Tokyo Dome. Uh, alright, January 4th, first match will be a exclusive to, I guess, New Japan World, will be the New Japan Rombo to determine the challengers for the King of Pro Wrestling 2022 trophy. Isn't that just a rumble, but are they just spelling it wrong on Wikipedia? Well, no, 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 they call it Rambo. Oh, and right. then it's the four of them, and then it'll be like a fatal four way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Alright. Alright, let's go to the main card. Match number one. Former tag partners now turn bitter enemies. You need to read it the way it says it right there. Yes. Because it's just, it's Yo versus Show. With, with dick, dick to, to go. go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hit that one You're news. welcome. Uh, that is a junior heavyweight match. Um, Show and Yo, former Rapongi 3K tag team. Yes. Uh, they were the junior heavyweight champion multiple times. Ernest, uh, what's, uh, what was your favorite dick to go match? Um, It was the... Uh... That one that match you did back in that time, you know. Well, he's a member of Kai and Tai? <laughs> he had a great CW match. Member of Cobra Kai. He wasn't a member of Kai and Tai. Member of Cobra Kai. Personally, Dick to go is my favorite place to order dinner from. I know it is. Uh, all right, uh, formal prediction. Which one's the face? Yo, you know, is that an Asian place? Yes. Right. You get uh, cream of young guy. Yo, okay. is the, yo is the face. Uh, so I'm gonna take yo. I'll take show. Uh, as the Bullet Club gets the victory. I'll take, I'll take yo ho. No. I was hoping yo ho. I was hoping her to I'll take dick to go. Six man tag match. We'll see Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, Ryushi Taguchi, and Rocky Romero, who are the mega coaches. I know you. Bullet Club trio of Kenta, Tajiri Ishimori, and El Fantasmo. Um, I, I'm going to assume the Bullet Club wins this one, because I don't think Kent is winning. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. agree with that. Uh, yeah, I'll take Bullet Club. Bullet Club also, too, because I know who they are. All right. And another six. All right, wait, 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 wait. Ernest says he knows who the Bullet Club is. Name five members. Uh. Or present. I think two. Gals and Anderson. Gals and Anderson. Gals and Anderson. Okay, that's two. Three more. Uh, uh, that's it. <laughs> so sad. That was so sad. Gallows, Anderson, Nick, Matt Jackson, Kenny Omega, Adam AJ Cole, Cody, Cody, Finn Balor, AJ, AJ Styles, Styles, Cody, Kenta. Uh, that I knew that. And you did. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. Hey, do you want to come be our third member of our show? You'd be a lot better. Hey, hey, hey Carol, here you go. To the mic. Come on in. You'd be better than Ernest. I love you, Ernest. You can still get some dick to go. Not too Ernest late. Needs, Ernest needs that. Ernest oh, needs dick to go. All right. Okay. All right. The other six-man tag match on this show will feature Los Incredibles. No. Gay Hey Pun. Try that again. Los Incredibles de Yay Pun. De Yay Pun. You said it right. Uh, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and what? Grey Poupon? Yes, exactly. Yes. 
Okay. Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi take on the United Empire's faction of Will Ospreay, the Great Okan, and Yef Cobb. I got, I got, I got an answer for that one. Take the Jeff Cobb, I know who he is, and the Osprey guy, because he's really cool. All right, he's taking, he's taking the United the Empire. Os- he's taking the Osprey guy and Jeff Cobb, because I know who that <laughs> I is. I know who that is. Oh, the yeah. guy that had the salad me named after him. You say ocean I'm going to... Ocean Spray. Oh, yes. Ocean Spray. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take, yes, Ocean Spray and Cobb Salad for yep. lunch. Yep, yep. Uh, I don't think that Osprey's going to lose two nights in a row, so I'll take the United Empire as well. Oh, you don't think he's winning night two? Ah, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Next. Uh, in the match that myself and Joe are looking forward to, probably more than any other match on this show... I would say so. Uh, it'll be under a Catch Wrestling Rules... Uh, where punches will be prohibited. It'll be a opponent to be determined versus the in-ring return of one Katsuyori Shibata. Real quickly, I will give you all the brief history of one Katsuyori Shibata, because that's what I do. On April 9th, 2017, Shibata suffered a subdermal hematoma during a match against Kazushiko Okada at Sakura Genesis, which he was forced to retire from in-ring competition Shortly after, do you think? Do you think when that happened, he called like one eight hundred law? Because like I feel that's one of those commercials. Yes. It's like have you or someone you love suffered a mesothelial hematoma and mesothelioma? Yes, and, and transvaginal mesh. Yes, Men's, mesothelioma. What about cars for kids? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, during the hiatus, Shibata became the head trainer of the LA Dojo, which is where New Japan Strong is. And started making his own bread. Yes. <laughs> Very good bread. Very good bread. Uh, at the G1 Climax on October 21st, Shibata announced, uh, had an unannounced five-minute UWF Rules exhibition match with one Zack Sabre Jr. that ended in a time limit draw. It was then announced that at the finals of the Best of the Super Juniors in World Tag League on November 15th that he would be making an in-ring return on day one of Wrestle Kingdom. The, the opponent has still yet to be determined. Day one of Wrestle Kingdom, not, yes. not day one-ish. I'm joking. He will not be there. On I was trying to it. Um, all right, so first off, before we pick who we think is going to win, who is Shibata fighting? I don't know. It's not Brian. We know it's not Daniel Bryan. We know it's not Daniel Bryan. That was a name that we thought could have been. Jonathan Gresham is a name that we've been thinking about. That's possible. Um, Isn't Shibata fighting PETA? Yes. PETA. Who was that we talked about in the park that could have been a big... Minoru Suzuki would be a fun one. I'd be afraid... It was no striking. Was yeah, no striking. No, yeah, no punches. I guess that's okay. That's why. That's why I was thinking Suzuki. So. Suzuki would make sense. Um, I agree. It also has to be someone that Shibata trust. Oh, we were Tom saying Lola. maybe Tom Lawler yeah, we from, from New Japan Strong. He's from the dojo. Some of those guys from the New Japan Strong were the ones that made the yeah. most sense. Because anyone from the dojo that Shibata like trains has been anyway. has been training with in ring. Yeah, very easy that he could get a match, uh, especially a catch wrestling match. That makes sense. Yeah, um, and Tom Lawler makes a lot of it sense. does, especially because he's the champion and he gets that title on Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Uh, with that being Shibata said, still, is Shibata still feuding with gluten? Yes, correct. Uh, I'll take I'll take or Shibata. Me oh, too. Yeah, there's no chance that Shibata doesn't win, whoever he faces. Ernest? Uh, the, team, the team you just said. All right, cool. Uh, for the Never Open Weight Championship, it is Tomohiro Ishii, Joe's favorite wrestler on the New Japan roster. Yes. He is taking on Evil with Dick to go. Like my second favorite wrestler on the roster is Evil. 
Everything, so I, every, I, everything is evil. I'm excited for this match. I can't believe that finally Ishii has a singles match on Wrestle Kingdom. It's been years. Joe was so excited. I am really excited. I'm, I'm hyped as shit. It's going to be a fun face. match, too. Well, you yeah. understand. You've never seen Ishii, I'm sure, right? Yeah, you did. He was on yeah, that Oh, right, okay. So you understand that this man is basically like condensed milk Brock Lesnar. Like, <laughs> he's he's Brock Lesnar, but he's like four foot seven. So I love everything about Ishii. Oh my god, that's great. I feel like that's accurate. Tell me I'm wrong. He's condensed milk, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> not, not even evaporated. He's like a dense milk. <laughs> the sad part is I think evil's gonna win. Yes, so Everything is evil. Oh, and evil is also making his way to downtown with your friend <laughs> and mine to, to, to go. go. <laughs> evil one. Yeah, uh, but why are like three fourths of kinds I have been involved in New Japan? Like, remember fucking um, Taka Mishinoku is still part of. Uh, like, does he wrestle still, though? He was, he was Minoru Suzuki's tag partner in World Tag League. Shut up. They won zero matches. Same guy from, like, from WWE in 98? Yes, Taka Mishinoku. Dick oh, that's, the, that's amazing. Yes. Awesome. Uh, speaking of Suzuki Goon, it is Dangerous Techers, the tag team champions, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr., defending against the World Tag League winners of Chaos, which is Hiroki Goto and your favorite wrestler and mine. Yoshi Hashi. No. Go Hashi. Hashi it's Yoshi. It's got to be Dangerous Techers winning this match. Come on. One can only hope. Come on. If not, uh, this will be the Wrestle Kingdom like curse of the champions never walk out with the titles. But I mean, yeah, they would push Yoshi Hashi like that. They Fuck. would. They, they would. really would. They, they would. try so they hard. Would, they would kick us right in the teeth. You know what I'm always happy about? His tights on the back of his ass no longer say loose explosion. Thank God. That was that lasted for way too long. That was, that was a thing for real. That was yeah, that was a thing. Oh, oh. I don't think it translated correctly. It's no. all I'm saying. Oshi Yoshi wins that. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll take the Techers. I'll, I'll take the champs. I'm taking the dangerous Techers. Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match, the co-main event of the evening. It is the champion representing Suzuki Goon. Yes, he is part of Suzuki Goon. El Des- left it. No, El Desperado takes on. Los Ingrenobles de Hepones Haramu Takahashi. I low-key want this match to steal the show. Because I've never seen El Desperado. Like, he's at that level, but he doesn't actually get that many opportunities to steal the show. Correct. And so, he has like, the perfect he has the perfect partner for it. I want to see this match. I want this one to be a banger. Uh, I'm going to take Haramu to win. Oh, I'm going to take Haramu, too, but I want this to be a banger. I want this to be, like, El Desperado's coming out moment. I agree. Even though he's been wrestling for, like, 85 years. Yeah. I still want this to be his, like, coming out moment. I agree. Uh, Ernest? Haramu. All right. No, no, no Liger? No. No, Liger no. retired. No. Sadly. Main event of night one for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. It will be Shingo Takagi against the winner of the G1 Climax. Kazuchika Okada. Do you think they take this as the opportunity to retire that god awful looking guy? I fucking hope so. And do you think they also take it as the opportunity to like do away with the whole IWGP World Heavyweight Champion and just make it back the IWGP to, World Champion? Yeah, just make it back to what it was yeah, before. I hope so. 
I feel like that's I feel like that's a real thing that's gonna because everyone has held that belt with the exception of Shingo's gotten hurt. Yeah, it's been stink bit. Let's just go ahead and get rid of this thing. Thank yep. You. Yep. Just, uh, just say goodbye. Yeah. That being said, um, I don't know that I can go against Okada, Okada here. I just no. I want you so bad because I think Shingo has been a fucking hell of a champion. Yes, he has. And but it's I think it's time for them to go in a different route. And I think Okada is the one that helps them get to that route. I agree. Ernest? The first team. All right, so you're taking Shingo. Yeah. All right. Night two. Oh, the, my God, that's only one night? Yeah, dude. Eight, nine matches each night, buddy. Yeah. This, this is better than WWE. Exactly. This is quite the mix of, like, card. They've right. got one solid, really good card over these two nights. They really do. All right. Uh, first match of the dark match, it'll be the end of that battle royal from night one where they'll determine the new king of pro wrestling. Uh, our first match on the main card for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, a title belt that was held by the Young Bucks a lot. A lot, a lot. It'll be the Flying Tigers of Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask, the champions. Defending against Bullet Club's cutest tag team of Tajiri Ishimori and El Phantasmo. Yeah. And the mega coaches of Ryushu Taguchi and Rocky Romero. It does say so. They are. And I will take Bullet Club's cutest tag team. I will take Bullet Club's cutest tag team as well. I will as well, too. I don't name. Uh, in a shimmer spotlight match where the tag teams were picked via grabbing of straws. You mean a... Um, stardom. Stardom. Wow. Yeah, it was like... Not Shimmer. Women's brand starts with an S close enough. You're close enough. Uh, it'll be my Mayu Iwatani and the Starlight Kid versus Tam Nakano and Seiya. Kamatani? Yeah, that one. Chicago Bolaganos are fighting? Yes. <laughs> I will take my good. I'll take Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid because I know that they that I think that one's like their women's champion. Oh, yes, she is. You're right. Yo, is this the first time there's been a women's match on Russell Kingdom? No, last year they had one. It wasn't on the main show. It was on the pre- it was on I'm the saying pre- this show. is on the main show. If it's on the main show, yes, then it'll be the first I mean, usually Wait, this order. Like, it, like, it looks like they're going to put the four-way for the provisional on the show, and there's still a to-be-determined dark match. All, All right, right never mind. Okay. Me. We've gotten through one through four, then. Uh, who are you picking for the women's match? I'll take Iwatani and Starlight Kid also. You just gonna agree with us? Yeah, why not? Ah, I kind of like Lacano and uh, coming coming back. Take a bull Lacano. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Never open weight six man tag title match. The title belts that fucking AEW really should have fucking brought into their company. IJS. The champions House of Torture, the Bullet Club's faction of evil, Yujiro Takahashi and Sho, with Dick to go versus Chaos's Hiroki Goto Yoshihashi and Yo. There's a lot of ending in O's in that sentence. Oh, 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 Yo, for oh, real. Oh, 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 oh. Italians in the fight. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the champions to retain. Bibbidi bobbidi, I'm dick to go. Uh, actually, no. Actually, I should probably take the challengers because Evil's going to win the singles title. Yeah. The show's going to probably beat Yo on night one. Yeah, I'm going to change my pick. I'll take, uh, I'll take Chaos. I can see Chaos winning. Yeah, I want Chaos too. Yeah. Uh, singles match. Uh, between Sonata and the great Ocon. Oh, that's easy. Is it going to go for it? Ocon, come on, dude. 
Great Why O'Connor. Picking him? Like his name. What color hair does the Great O'Connor have? Same as Tony? Same as Nick? No, 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 no. Bald! Oh. Oh, he thinks he's a con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Oh, con. Yeah. Uh, you get it now? Yeah. Taking Sonata. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who should win that match. Sonata should become a world champion one day. I agree. Uh, our final non-title singles match will be Tetsuya Naito, Jeff Cobb in a singles contest. Jeff Cobb destroys everybody. Let's go, Jeff Cobb. Tetsuya Naito. Really? Yeah, I think Naito's... Uh, you know what? I'm going to take Cobb. I'm going to take Naito for a very specific reason. We'll get there. Okay. You think he's going to challenge No disqualification match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Oh, yes. <laughs> the champion, Kenta, versus the challenger, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Kenta is going to lose. Yeah, we both we both said that we thought Kenta was going to win. We'll get, match. we'll get a new champion. Yeah. yeah. No disqualification match. Yep, no DQ. Oh, this is going to be a good one. I agree. Uh, and finally, based off of the predictions that we made from night one, the title match, Kazuchika Okada or Shingo Takagi versus Will Ospreay. Myself and Joe both have Okada versus Ospreay. Ernest has Shingo versus Ospreay. So, Ernest, who are you picking? Ospreay. Ocean Spray. You name it. Oh. It's Okada. I think they're using this to, like, reaffirm Okada as the top guy in New Japan. You think Ospreay's going to win? I do, and I think Naito's his challenger. Oh, okay. And I think that's why Naito beats Jeff Cobb. Uh, that would make a lot of sense. That was just worth there. There you go. I'll take Osprey because Okada had to use everything he had in night one to get him <clears throat> bingo. And Osprey picks apart what's left. I can see that. Osprey then gets Naito at Sakura Genesis, mm-hmm. and then he loses it to Okada in, like, March. Okay. Or February at whatever the next show after Secure Genesis is. Um, so those are the first two nights. There is a third night of Wrestle Kingdom. Which yeah, is all that. Uh, it's all like Noah. Noah versus, versus them and some and, like weird ass shit. Yeah, like so. every single match has at least one scrub in it that one of the companies doesn't mind if they lose. Exactly. There's somebody set up. The one thing I will admit is that uh, Kenta is part of Segura Gun against Suzuki Gun. So Kenta's not yeah. part of a Bullet Club team, but he's yeah. part of that match, right? Well, Kenta was was his, a star in Buffalo. yeah his Noah roots run extremely deep. deep. Like if they did a Dragon Gate versus New Correct. Japan show, you'd probably expect the same thing from Shingo. Correct. Absolutely. All right, I guess now it's time for Wrestlers of the Week, and then we're doing the awards. Let's go first. The award nominees, I should say. No, um, since you last, you go first. What? Since you last to bring it, turn in your uh, wrestler of the week this well, week. He wants you to go first, Joe. Oh, ew. <laughs> 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 All right, my number one is Cody because he won the TNT title from Sammy, and I hear he at least tried to have another mixed race baby this tried. week. So tried. Yeah, you know, practice makes perfect. My number two is Sami Zayn for winning a gauntlet match this past week on SmackDown, earning himself a shot at the Intercontinental title. Which he's going to win. You think so? Yes. 
Rupert has yep. signed a new contract also, and it's time to fucking get his head off of Nakamura. Yeah, yeah Nakamura's been champion for what, like a year? Close to it. Like, and honestly, hopefully those two have a banger of a match like they did back when Nakamura debuted in NXT. That's a match, though, too, though. I mean, that'd be a match also. But, yeah, oh, that, that, that'll be a Rumble match. Yeah. Uh, number three? Uh, my number three... Let's see... Who am I going with? You know what? My number three is Tony Storm because she decided to take her ball and go home and say, fuck you guys. If I have to, if I have to watch another Charlotte versus Sasha match, let alone be a part of it, I'd rather be in Britain. She's from Australia and I think she went to Florida. Oh, close enough. Yeah, sure. Ernest? Florida and Australia. Basically. All right, I'll go with our toilet's just like going to. Right. Yeah, it's uh. Ready? Okay, my number three. You guys hear me? Because I had a little internet connection. All right. My number three is uh not even a wrestler, but he's uh cancer free. As uh AW's comment uh commentator uh Jr. Jim Ross. Gotta do it. Had to Over center. You know, hey. My number two is the Street Profits who uh won their uh match to uh. To, to place into uh, the taxi match against uh, the Usos, and number one is the new TNT uh, champ, that is uh, Mr. Cody Rhodes. You know, Cody Rhodes does it again. I, I I actually like the fact that the 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 belts are moving a little bit more more common now on AEW. It's okay, I'm okay with it. I don't hate it. At number three, it's not, it's not as bad as Attitude Arrow stuff, but it's still pretty good. You know what I mean? At number three, I'll take the woman who punched her ticket to the TBS title finals. Give me Jade Cargill. At number two, I have Sami Zayn, for the reasons that Joe said. And at number one, I also have the new TNT champion, the American internet wrestling community, Mark Troll, Cody. All right, so what's the updated uh, scorecard? I'm not giving you those because you'll find out on next week's show, which is the award show. Oh, really? That's what a fan support. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, let's go ahead. So next week is our award show. Our our should be our third one we've done, right? The third one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's been almost almost three years. It's awesome. So um, next week next week Thursday will be well Friday when we do the podcast will be our award show. Today we're going to present our nominees for each category. Uh, all right. So AEW Wrestler of the Year. Uh, I myself I nominated uh Darby. Uh, Cody, Britt Baker, mm-hmm. Joe, nom- Joe nominated the Hangman Adam Page, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Ernest, you nominated Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, and one Christian. Christian Cage. Yes. Uh, as opposed to Christian Bravovitz. He's the, the accountant. The Jewish, the Jewish yeah, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> tag, tag teams of the year. He comes out, he goes, you want on this day, I should see clearly. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> My nominee for Tag Team of the Year is the long-running NXT Tag Team Champions of Pretty Deadly, the Young Bucks, and MSK. Joe had the Usos, RK-Bro, and the Lucha Bros. Ernest nominated uh, yeah, FTR, Jurassic oh, yeah. Express, and John Moxley and Edward Kingston. I thought that said Kingston, like Kingdom Monday. I was like, what? Yes, because I went. How about a dig for that one too? That was a little bit of digging for that one, but whatever. 
WWE Wrestler of the Year, I nominated Big E, Bianca Belair, and Bobby Lashley. Joe went with Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and King Xavier Woods. Ernest went with Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Edge. Ew, Ernest, why don't you like good things? <laughs> the, the way you said that was so <laughs> Women's Wrestler of the Year, uh, I, I nominated Deanna Perrazzo, Miko Satamora, and Kaylee Ray. Joe went Bianca Belair, Britt Baker, and Sasha Banks. Yep. Ernest went Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Thunder Rosa. Ooh. Thunder Rosa. Uh, all right. The Hulk Hogan, Paul Orndorff Feud of the Year Award. I nominated the Lucha Bros and FTR, as well as Edge and Seth Rollins and Walter and yes. Ilya Dragunov. Joe nominated Inner Circle versus American Top Team, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, Bob Lashley versus Goldberg. Ernest nominated a guy whose promo versus promo is the only thing that these guys have done. MJF yeah. versus CM Punk. I would rather had Kingston versus Punk on there. Roman versus Brock and Brock and Roman versus John Cena. Um, show of the year. I nominated WrestleMania night one full gear and crown jewel. Uh, Ernest has nominated double or nothing money in the bank and Royal rumble. Uh, Joe has nominated all out. I have to get two more shows from Joe. So we're putting Joe on the clock right now. Uh, well, I had all out, all out, but Joe had it first, so. Correct. Yeah, the idea, little behind the curtain, guys, we try to nominate different. different because we're going to give them points, and the people, the, the, right. the show with the most points, and the thing with the most points is who's going to win. Um, what year, did you because... Guys, tune in next week's show whenever Joe will give us his other two matches. I, just, I can't the... think of, like, what other shows were really good at. I want, want to go back and watch oh. all the shows. Joe, you... Joe, you don't have kids. I don't. I do not. I I mean, Wrestle Kingdom, depending on what night you would, would want to nominate. I don't remember watching Wrestle Kingdom. Did yeah, you watch it? I watched it. I don't know if you did. Did I watch it? That was January. It was so long ago. I know. I had COVID. So did I. And I think I watched it like, actually, like I was like, in a fever sleep. I remember watching like the main event. Joe, actually a year ago you had COVID. Yeah, yeah. you're this time. Yeah, I had it the very next week. Yes. Because Ray Osprey fought fucking um Yep. Okada. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh shit. That's a good one. Mm. We'll figure out exactly what night that is, but I'll type that I'll type in Russell Kingdom. Yeah, that's fine. Russell Kingdom. Yeah, fun for next week. Really fun uh, for uh, uh you have you have another show you want to nominate? Um Ring of Honor. I didn't watch any Ring of Honor shows. GCW shows, anyway? I mean... I didn't watch any full GCW shows to nominate any. I watched singular matches. Mm. Actually, what was pretty decent was actually WrestleMania Backlash was not uh, that bad. I want to go back and watch some stuff and get one more. All right, he'll give us one more. Storylines of the Year is the last one that we have for sure. There are some other ones that are in post-production conversations that we'll talk about. My three nominees for storyline of the year was MJF trying to kill Chris Jericho, Dan Lambert being booed for everywhere and everything that he did, uh, and Cody being an internet troll. Oh yeah. Ernest's was uh, Adam Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Good one. Roman Reigns, John Cena storyline, and the Seth Edge one. I was going to nominate uh, Adam Page versus Depression, uh, but I chose not to go that route um, because you already had Omega. <laughs> you know what I'll throw in here? <clears throat> Roman and Brock Lesnar feud. And like I love the I love the feud. With all the Paul Heyman stuff and everything. That's a great story. Great. Fantastic. Roman Brock. All right. 
So that's been that, that. Those are the the ones we have so far. Joel gave me his last two storylines in his last show. As always, though, that wrestler of the week that we've been voting on, we will re- release the top ten point getters. With number one being the 2021 Mr. Brody Lee Wrestler of the Year winner. Uh, we'll do that on next week's show, which is again the award show where we'll talk. Uh, the year that was 2021 and some fun stuff, maybe what we expect in 2022, as well as uh, maybe recapping day one. That's right. So any final thoughts before we end this year as we look forward to 2022? If you had told me at the beginning of the year that Daniel Bryan would be Bryan Danielson again, the American Dragon in AEW, I would have thought you were crazy. Um. I'm going to wrap 2021 with this one and we'll, we'll keep it real here. Uh, if you're a fan of wrestling, keep being a fan of wrestling. Fuck Bret Hart. I don't care if you're a fan of AEW. I don't care if you're a fan of WWE. Um, support what you love. Talk about what you love. Don't care what people on the internet say about you. Don't let them dictate your life. Um, keep pushing forward. Keep moving forward. Keep listening to us. If you, want, stars. if you want to, if you want to talk about WWE, but you don't think you can, Feel free to reach out to one of us. We'll talk to you about it. We'll even talk, maybe talk about it on the show. You know, we're we're all in this together. We're all we're all one big community. Um, oh yeah, tweet us topic ideas, guys. Stop. Also, also stop stop ridiculing fans because they're WWE fans or the AEW fans. We're all we're all in this big fucking act together. We're all dorks. So you know, we're all nerds. We've, we've seen we've seen we've seen what internet bullies do to people. You know, especially you know the name that keeps coming back is Hanukkah Mora. Of being fucking bullied by people. Don't just just be better in 2022, everyone. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy being with your friends that love wrestling. You know, pick each other up. Make sure everybody's okay. We'll get through 2022 and the rest of this fucking COVID shit together. Um, I appreciate the two of you doing this fucking circus with me. I might give you both shit, but I love you to death. Um, so uh, here's the 2022 from me, and I'll let you guys finish up from there. I got two things to say. One. One of my feuds of the storylines of the year, Matt Cardona takes over indie wrestling. That's a fucking storyline right there. He's I, thought literally... your story, I thought your storyline was going to be me versus me. No, no, oh my god. That's a feud. No, no, no. But like Matt Cardona taking over indie pro wrestling <laughs> okay. is the whole storyline right there. I can get behind uh, My number two thing, if, if I wish for anything in, in wrestling and in life in 2022, it's more dick to go. So that's... Absolutely. Also, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna be at Revolution in Orlando, myself and Joe and Craig will be there. Reach out to one of us on social media. We'll meet up with you. Maybe have a beer before the show or after the show. If you're gonna be in Texas, I know for sure me and him are gonna be there. Craig might be there. Reach out to us. It's nice to meet fans from all over the world. We met through a message board, meeting people through Twitter to go have a beer or something after a show is a way that fucking friendships can happen, and we can maybe get you on this show and make it a whole other fucking animal. So uh, again. Thank you to everyone who's listened to the show through 2021. Um, I appreciate every one of you. Uh, we're going to keep this thing moving. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, 2022 on a bigger and brighter. That's quite, quite amazing that we've we started the show with a different concept back in 2019. We're doing recaps and watch alongs and stuff, and we decided to change things up. I, I honestly didn't think this would last this long, two years. But we are here. 
we have uh, actually think about the way this started. It was me and you mm-hmm. doing the recap shows. And you're like, oh, maybe we can get Ernest on for a couple episodes. Yeah. And we pitched the idea to you and you fell in love with it. We tried it. And then we were just like, yeah, dude, it's hard to sit down and watch like some of these shows. And then like going and finding information on them. Like, yeah. We don't have like the, the, the observer, like no. Conrad and no. <laughs> search team. But it the thing was, too, well, we didn't want to do the same old, same old wrestling podcast either. Everybody's doing right. something different. Well, so the other thing was, is the other thing was, we didn't have, we don't have. I mean, the people that do a lot of the research, me. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe works two jobs. You're 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 busy during the day. I have a lot of time at night that I get to kill at work. Three, if you count porn. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a lot of time to kill at work whenever I got to wait for him to give him rides home. Right. And see, so I do a lot of research in the in that time frame that I have. Basically, free time where the kids aren't trying to climb on me and stuff like that. So, you know, we ain't got a top-notch, you know, research crew. It's me um, trying to keep this. No, it's it's me trying to keep this thing afloat at times. So that's why we went this route because we thought it would be different. We thought it would be fun. Yeah. I know we started with the whole 15-minute time limit thing. But we quickly we actually we actually stayed to that for probably a while, three to four months. Mm -hmm. And then it finally got to the point to where we were just – we would spew off on something that was related kind of to the topic, and then we would never answer the question from the topic. Like Bret Hart on the next yeah, exactly. topic. So it was one of those things where it just it just organically led to where that wasn't going to work. Right. Uh, you know, maybe in 2022, there are some episodes that we bring that back just for old time's sake. We'll see. No, no, nothing confirmed or denied. We'll, we'll all sit in together. We'll figure this out. But, uh, yeah. Um, no, but it's amazing. Two years, over two years doing this podcast, and I think we really – Honestly, especially in the last couple of months, gotten our footing to a point where it just rolls like it just it runs itself pretty much. And now we're bringing in more guests in the show and whatnot. I like to have more guests on the show going forward, too, especially. I know the time we record is a little more not ideal for a lot of people who may work nine to five. But we'll see what we can do going forward. But we, we you know, through the ch- changes of times and changes of days and that it's rolled on, man. You know, and uh, it's 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 it's. It's been, I look forward to this every Thursday night, man. I look for every Thursday night doing this thing. It's a lot of fun. It's something different, you know. You know, I, I mean, I, I have other than my, my my main podcast or my podcast. This is the other podcast I, I, that's consistent, you know. I've done many shows for ten years. I've been doing this for over ten years. This is, I mean, this is up there with, with it. So, a lot of fun, and we're gonna continue rolling twenty twenty two, um, bringing the goods and you know whatnot, and yeah. Uh, well, I, I think what I like to see more so in 2022 is more involvement with, with, with listeners and fans of the show and followers is, you know, interact, maybe some mailbags and stuff down the road, maybe some, I don't know. Some, and uh, tweet us the topics, like I said. Like, yeah, fan I'm, questions, tweet us topics, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm all for it. Right. Um, spin the wheel, maybe. Yeah. It's been a while. Spin the wheel. Yeah, we bring it back, spin the wheel, wheel, make the deal. deal. Make that deal. So... Again, to all support this podcast, especially people like we're close to, you know, Three Count Thursdays and Mana's Wrestling and uh, your buddy uh, Jim. What was the name of the show, Jim? Uh, you Spot Monkeys. Right. There we go. So, guys, you know, uh, thanks uh, for the support. Big, Tim, not the tool man with the North-South. That's the viewer's choice. Yes. I love Tim. Tim's funny as hell. So, cheers to 2022 and beyond. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do it. All right, guys.